a priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Yeah, we back, yeah, we back, yeah, we back. This ain't no intro. This the entree. Episode 31 of the Untitled Catholic Podcast. <laughs> back with the trifecta together again. Justin, Father Sean, and Nolan Reynolds. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Um I will say, I know I referenced it on the Cousin Bobby episode, but I will say again that I, I think the intros were severely lacking, Father Sean. Well, Ooh. the episode after this will be lacking too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think all the episodes were great. I think Father Rob and Father Duffy were great. Um, however, the intros were not. Nolan, do you have anything to say about that? Anything about the intros? I, I I was I was fine with the intros. I mean, Father Sean is is Father Sean. He's not Justin Magaldi. And that being said, I think that he did a darn good job introducing the show as Father Shern. <laughs> All right, Shern to learn a ding dong. I, I might um, even say he shern the heck out of those intros. He shern the heck <laughs> out of those intros. <laughs> Gee Whitakers. I've noticed. Anyway, I've, I've never done an intro before. Do you want to? Yeah, I'd let you. I I don't know. I don't. I I never thought you wouldn't let me. I just maybe I, maybe I'm not the intro guy. I just I don't I don't know. I just figured since our voices are so similar, that it might just be easier to do it that way. Yeah, it might be jarring. Like they may they might hear like three seconds of my voice to start off the show and be like, oh, I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> it's like what's going on i never heard this guy before this is so weird this is weird i'm not listening anymore this podcast stay is ruined so i've been pretty busy everyone's been pretty busy on this podcast so we haven't been got we haven't gotten together so it took a snow day another bomb cyclone for us to be able to record together again how does that feel nolan you know what? As of like like prior to like two hours ago, this wasn't even a real snow day. It was so strange. It's I, barely I, a snow day even now. Yeah, I mean, and I think I think tomorrow might might actually be worse because if, if you're probably gonna to have to go to work tomorrow. Uh, wait, this so morning, what's the weather then? Well, it's it just started snowing like a couple hours ago, right, Father Sean? Yeah. Yeah, and it's but it's not like but by me it's like wet snow. Yeah, it's like slushy snow. It's gross. I mean, it's definitely you don't want to be outside in it. It's probably dangerous to drive in, especially because it's cold. But like I, I was up at five o'clock this morning. I showered. I prayed. I was dressed. I got dressed before I prayed, just for the record. Um, you don't pray <laughs> naked. Not usually. And then I, I was halfway through my breakfast, including a cup of coffee. 
and I got the phone call at 5.40 that I didn't have to come in, and that was like, my world was... That sounds like the worst. It is. It's actually it's actually worse than just not getting a snow day, because I was I was there. I, was, I might as well have been in work already. And this weather carries through tonight, and then tomorrow will make for a miserable commute. Very likely, very likely. And so we're probably going to lose days in the spring. I was going to say, how does that affect you now? It, it's So my favorite day of the year to have off is Extension Friday. I knew you were going to say that. I've probably said it on, on the podcast before because I'm very passionate about it. I love that we're off for Ascension Thursday, and then I love that we have this, this thing called Extension Friday. Which is is also a faux holy, holy day of obligation, but it's a it's a cool one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just I was you know I I love that I love having that that four day weekend. It's great, but that's probably going to be taken away. That's a shame. Which stinks. Yeah, it's it's I, well yeah because I, I was today is the it's the opposite for me. Because today was like I still had to do everything that I would normally do because it didn't snow enough. And I was kind of like really banking on a day where there was like nothing. Mm. I actually, um, I'm so, uh, yeah, I'm, there's one thing I have to do that I have to cancel. But other than that, it's not, it's not going to be the case. It's a full, it's a regular, a regular day for me. You got your canceled. We canceled RCIA, um, tonight, but I'm doing a holy hour tonight. It's, just quiet adoration and i'm kind of hoping that nobody comes and i could just be there with jesus by myself <laughs> well if anyone does come it'll be probably low numbers anyway right but then like if i'm there by myself i could like just like sit on the floor or get comfortable i don't have to like look at anybody what kind of weird ways of praying do you have when no one else is looking father Sean? yeah jeez what'd you say what kind of weird ways of prayer floor. shoes come off Nah, no, like, it's like because if you move around, home. Nah, it's not that. It's just like <laughs> if you're moving around, you're like, is this person getting frustrated? I don't well, know. I, then I start I mean, thinking, am I swallowing too loud? You know what? Jeez. If if we're not, help. If I we're do. not locked in though. If we're not locked in though, like you could get pretty distracted by prayer. Like, like someone like coughing or sneezing is like, oh, that guy. Who the hell does this guy think he is? Yeah. Coughing in when I'm trying to pray. Huh? I'm trying to focus here. <laughs> I'm trying to tell Jesus all my problems and not let him get a word in edgewise. <laughs> that's called That's fast food Jesus. I'll take a number four. I'll take a number three. I'll take this. I'll take that. Speaking of fast food, I just had McDonald's nuggets for the first time in a long time. I feel sick. Yeah, have fun later. But you're gonna regret that decision. I got a yeah, long bus. I got a long bus ride tonight. Ugh. I've noticed uh, McDonald's obsessed me a lot quicker than it used to. Back in my prime, it was, it was just nuggets though. But then, know how they get you? Is you go and I'm like, I'll take ten nuggets because I Ricky had them last night and they looked good, so I was craving them. And then they're like, well, for thirty cents more, you could just have twenty. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> <laughs> you just ate twenty nuggets. No, I didn't finish them all, but I was like, I had planned to eat 10, and then you wind up eating 15, and you're like, ugh, this is disgusting. I feel Ugh. awful. <laughs> no, you could. That's you where could, I'm currently at. Oh, it's making those my, things, my, my you, head you could, hurt. You could eat a bunch in a, in a short amount of time. I mean, things escalate real quickly with, with McDonald's <laughs> yeah, chicken nuggets. Exactly. 
So what else is new, Nolan? Anything? How, how has the last month been since I've last talked to you? Um, you know, at the risk of sounding like everybody else, I was extremely busy. But um, but it's been good. It's been a good Lent. Um, probably uh, one of the best Lents I've had in a long time. So Nice. So far. I mean, I still have time to mess it up, of course. <laughs> what a pessimist. I'm a Met fan, you know? <laughs> well, what about yourself, Justin? You're the one that's been out and about and seeing the world, right? Oh, it has been a whirlwind. I'm, I'm surprised my head is still strapped on, but it's been good. I got two more weekends of this tour, then I'm coming home for a weekend, which will be exciting, um, and then start another tour in April, post-Easter. So, just... Where are you now? You're, you're in Nashville now? I'm in Nashville now, but we leave in about two hours to go to Belton, Texas. So it's about a 13-hour bus drive. Mm. And then we spend this weekend in Texas, we come back, and then the last weekend's in the south. So like Baton Rouge, Birmingham, Florida. Um, but it was just, it's, uh, we were out for a month, and then I got to come home twice, and there were a couple, there were half the tour stayed out so they were out for six weeks straight but you were on the west coast weren't you west coast so all the way you started in oklahoma city made it all the way up to spokane before i came home so i came back went to denver we did that area then we did minneapolis and then i came back from there and then flew out to milwaukee and then we did that Mil- kind of milwaukee region. and then we we drove back from <laughs> Michigan, and now actually, we're it's pronounced Mealy Walkay. <laughs> Baxter, bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> but the best uh, part of the tour is I'm, I now have a vicious mustache attached to my face. Yeah, you look vicious like, is the right word. You look like the teacher from uh, uh, Stranger Things, the so AV imagine, Club teacher. You also look like one of the serial killers on that show Mindhunter that I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just picture on a Sunday Every Sunday on the road I wear a turtleneck and a white blazer So imagine me with a mustache Coming in to a venue With a turtleneck and a white blazer I would just prefer to be what? able to sleep tonight So I'm not going to imagine that <laughs> <laughs> It's what people have to deal with But it's become a thing It's all the rage on tour is my mustache So I gotta it's, keep it You've started a trend I've started a trend what else is new, Nolan? Old Justin starting a trend. Before you know it, Father Sean will have a mustache. I know, but I had you know a mustache what? before you did. When? What was that? Remember, you, have you have the picture in your house. But you didn't rock it. I rocked it for a day. A day? I'm not, this is six weeks going. Right I know. Now. I can't do that for six weeks. Yeah, you would look really creepy. It would, it just... I, I don't think I've ever had a mustache longer than like a couple minutes, like in the midst of shaving my beard, where I'm just like, what, what, what if I did? And then like, you know, I'm like, nah. What would, ha- what would happen right now? What would happen right now if I let this mustache grow? You wouldn't have a job anymore, Nolan. That's what would happen right now. <laughs> what is that supposed? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Because I feel like if you if you had a mustache and you look like Justin does right now, that would be the end of your career. Oh yeah. Oh, he why would he get fired? He just wouldn't. He he would lose all credibility. Yeah, I don't know if anybody would want to come to your office. Let's just say that. No, nobody would want to. You know what? 
I don't know, but but then again, like a lot of people don't like the beard either, and I've I've had that, so that's their problem, though. That's just jealousy. it's not it's not kids. Kids don't care about the beard, right? No, kids like the beard. I think. Yeah, I like I, the beard too. It looks, I think they it respect great. it. They respect the beard, but the mustache says, "Wait, there's something mysterious about this guy." And I don't know if it's the good kind of mysterious, you know. <laughs> the mustache means you have secrets. Someone yes. bought me. Uh, someone bought me mustache wax. So now I have to. I have to curl it on Sundays with my turtleneck. Oh, are, are you gonna actually have like handlebars and everything at some point? I don't know. No, if I mean, you're it's just gonna be the like the curl or living some kind of nightmare. The curled tip. It's I don't know. It's become you know. It's for the people. That's what I tell everyone. It's for the it's for the people. I do this. You're just making the world a better place. <laughs> someone someone had a beard way thicker than yours, Nolan, and it was very long. And he shaved the mustache because it's the, it was the trend. Wait, so he just had the beard? He got rid of the the hair, got rid of everything except between the his lip and his now nose. He, now he looks like Ron Swanson. Oh, okay. So I thought it was the opposite. I thought you were saying he had a be- like a ferocious beard, and he shaved between his nose and his lip. So that that part was was <laughs> shaven. That would be weird. What do you Paul think Sean. about that guy? Yeah, that's. <laughs> He's that, Ron Swanson. He's that guy. No, that guy's like a mercenary or something. That guy's oh, like. Oh yeah. No, that guy definitely can't trust. That guy. That guy kills people for a living. <laughs> we get dark Speaking really up, we fast. had uh we had we stayed in jeffrey dahmer's hotel in milwaukee oh so don't, this enough. is like a serial killer episode no, all right let's change the topic what's new with you father sean i would say it's like a lot of uh doing the same stuff but a different day kind of thing if that makes sense elaborate <laughs> elaborate <laughs> the pastor's Isn't away everyone's life no because sometimes exciting things happen. Nothing exciting has happened to me in a while. As far as like the day-to-day stuff is concerned. I'm, I don't have much to report. <laughs> well, well, that's a good time to, to switch into the next segment, I would say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. We know you're, we, we know you're a busy man and you're doing the Lord's work. Yes, we'll it's, just leave it's it just, at that. And some of the stuff that's the Lord's work is not able to be discussed on a podcast, so. For sure. So you're not going to tell us your, your, your favorite Lenten confession? <laughs> <laughs> I'd sign somebody as their penance to listen to the podcast. Really? No, that's, that's I, no, I didn't do that. It. There you go. <laughs> we figured it out. That's that's great. That's genius. So, okay. have we talked yet about the contract that you signed, Father Sean? Not all three of us together. So, I think now's the time to talk about that. Okay. John McQuaid is the official owner of the podcast. And what was in the contract? And he sent a contract with with um, very important details. And are those details allowed to be disclosed? Yeah, you want me to get the contract and and start reading them, or you want yes, me to do, let's or break you... here and then when we come back, we will uh, get the contract. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Welcome back to the 
Catholic podcast. So Nolan and I have not seen the John McQuaid contract yet. So Sean, please read aloud to all four listeners our now our untitled Catholic contract. Well, I'm not going to read all of it, but I'll, I'll get to the juicy details. Okay, yeah, leave out the jargon. Yeah, I'll. I'll uh, I had a lawyer look over this, and he said it was good for us to sign. So cousin Joseph? No, not not him. A lawyer from RCIA, a man who was born Jewish but will be Catholic on the Easter vigil. Nice. So, um, John McQuaid promises him. to pay for one year's hosting fee, and then he will assume the title of ownership of the podcast for one year, um, and that's called the lease period. Um, we, I have relinquished my title as the owner of the podcast during this period. Um, I will acknowledge that I relinquished the ownership of the podcast on the podcast. Consider it acknowledged. Which has already been done before this right. episode. Um, I enjoy you saying it over and over again. <laughs> oh, and then <laughs> the, what we're, the, now the show is, there are these three things that we need to do in order, uh, and, if, and if we don't adhere to these rules, we will be penalized. So what is the, what's a, an example of a penalty? We, we have to, oh, hold on. Here's the three things that we have to do. We have to produce yeah, 15 episodes during the year. So we're, one, we're well on pace to do that. Done. When John McQuaid's child is born, we must acknowledge it as soon as we can after it happens. Is Easy. his wife... Is his Live wife, show from the hospital. Right. Is, his, is, his, is his wife pregnant? Yes, yes. And the baby's due within a month or so of when this oh is being gosh. recorded. We didn't know that. Did you know that, Nolan? I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> and three episodes must feature a guest. Of the 15. Yes. We've uh, already no, done yeah, that. Yeah, right. we've already done that. So... That's it? Those are easy. Yeah, I know. But the penalty, if we do not do these things, are, and I'll read this verbatim, should the hosts violate the above binding provisions, they are required to drink kombucha on air with flavor to be determined by the lessee, which is John McQuaid, without consideration given to taste, texture, or host's food allergies. <laughs> okay. All right. So now these are things that are highly, um, these are requests, but we're not bound to these things. Podcasts discussing accurate representations of Catholic theology and film. I think we can handle that. I yes. like that. Uh, there must be a, a holiday special podcast with the holiday to be determined by the hosts. Oh, man, make it a Yeah, one. I think that should be fun. Like a boxing day <laughs> yeah. or something. Establish Arbor day. a website. And any hosting fees of the website um, will be uh, done. Will be taken up by by John McQuaid during his period. So I we have a website that's being built right now. So once it's ready to go, um, John McQuaid will incur the cost of the website, and that will be that. And then uh, he recommends that we establish merchandise sales, any profits of which would be donated accordingly. We get to pick five charities for consideration, or the listeners vote for, and the listeners then vote for which charity all the profits of, from the merchandise sales will go to. 
And then once so who, once who covers the cost of the merchandise? Uh, that that is not official yet. So with that 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 that's a conversation that's ongoing. I mean, I'm all about creating merch, especially t-shirts. I mean, we've thrown out so many great t-shirt ideas. I just it's just like when when and where do we sell these t-shirts? well you can you sell know? them on the website the website that i'm building currently has a, a, the capability of um of selling merch so all profit of merch goes to a charity chosen by the listeners. right i'm down was that the end of the contract well then the last thing is that he he has the right to um at the end when the contract expires he's the person who it's it's up to him whether or not he wants to continue to own the podcast. And then if he decides to no longer own the podcast, then I the ownership comes back to me. That is all fair things. Do you think that this is a fair fair contract? It sounds very reasonable to me. I mean almost anything that he said considering he's kind enough to uh to pay for this thing. Um, I'd pretty much be okay with. So. <laughs> have you ever met John McQuaid in person? I haven't. Oh, well, that that should have been in the contract that Nolan and John have to meet. And he has no desire to be on the podcast. No, he, he prefers to be a shadowy figure like the Emperor in, in um, Star Wars. I okay. think we have to have... I think once the contract is up, we should regardless, have he should be he doesn't. He does, he'd rather... Where he much prefer to work behind the scenes. That's fair. All right. He's the well, owner. He, get, yeah. he gets to, to do what he wants. So that's the big update of the podcast. Our diocese has had some, some big events come up and are coming up, right? Yes. Guys? True story. So were, so were you both at the – what was the youth rally call or what was the theme? There was a youth rally last week. Right. Yeah, the theme was Be Amazed, and it was a youth rally for um, – I think 8th through 12th graders was the target audience. And um, we had uh, Sarah Kroger and Dom Qualia up from your hometown of Nashville, Tennessee. Am I right, yes. Justin? They were in inside my house the night before they left. There you go. I don't, I don't, do they know that um, you have this podcast with me? I think so. I don't know, actually. Because I only saw them really briefly. Um, I'll explain why, and I didn't have a chance to really chat it up with them. But Dom has met me as well as Sarah through, you know, coming to my school for um, speaking engagements and and um, assemblies that we've had in school over the past few years. So I wasn't sure if it was like, like when he recognized me and said hello, I wasn't sure if it was because of that or because like, hey, you're Justin's friends. So knowing Dom, it was probably because of that. Because he has a good memory. Okay. He will one day be on this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, we got to get them on the podcast. His his talk was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So then you brought kids, Nolan, from... I Trinity. brought kids and my kids. Which wasn't, <laughs> and your kids. Which wasn't meant to be. So I, um, I uh, had asked my mother like a couple months ago, and I said... Uh, like to watch the kids on March 3rd and um, I probably did so very like quickly and um, you know never brought it up again um, so it's it's definitely 
you know, I, I could have I could have been more uh, forthright about it, but um, at any rate, she forgot that that I had asked her to watch them, so I had to bring my kids with me. Uh, plus, I already had fifteen students. Not that I was responsible for getting there, but that I was meeting there and going to be kind of experiencing this day with them um, from the school um, that were there, and uh, so it was it was it was tough. It was a tough morning slash afternoon for me. So. But I'm, I'm sure all the kids that you brought were enjoyed having your kids there, especially the girls. High school girls oh, love kids. Oh yeah, they thought it was great. They thought, you know that, and that was like the saving grace. That was like, you know, they they thought that was a cool thing. Um, you know, they and they're they're not thinking about it like I am. Like I'm like, oh man, what a missed opportunity in in ministry to just kind of, you know, see some of these these teens outside of school and outside of that setting where, I mean, things are so much different when when they're in their street clothes and they're outside of you know school not thinking about classes and teachers and stuff um so it was it was a it was a missed opportunity ministry wise but it just had to be i had no babysitter so um and you know my guys are still too little that you know they need they need full attention you can't have one watch the other one you can but there's still who's watching the other one <laughs> <laughs> And then Father Sean, you attended this event I as did. well. And you were you were working in the confessional. Yeah, basically. So what was the overall I I mean I wasn't there. I, I helped rent a guitar amp for them. But what was the overall uh, day like? It was a lot of talking. Um, it started off with like wake up and listen to some music, some praise and worship, then Dom got up and talked, then sister um, Bethany right that was the sister of life she yeah. talked yeah then it was a little bit of music then lunch then two talks after lunch and mass right that was pretty much the order yeah and it was you know i think um i think every all the talks were good um i do think um maybe a, a change in venue would have made it even better just like you know a place i don't i don't mean the entire thing but if there was like another room you know, so that they can move from one talk to another. There's something about changing environments that I think makes it f- feel different. Yeah. I saw pictures. It seemed like it was well attended. It was. Yeah. I think they were really happy with the turnout, and rightfully so. I, I, I had a good buzz about the day. Like, I had a good feeling about it. I got the sense that a lot of people liked it. Me too. And actually, my students told me as much. Like, the next day, they were like, um, you know, please let us know when the next one is. If they ever, they ever do something like that again, like I, I think all of my students enjoyed it. And so then the next thing then coming up is also a big event with Ikeola, friend of the podcast. I don't know if we could call him friend of people on the podcast, but I don't know if does he really does he doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't know. Maybe he does. Last time I brought it up with him, he was like, "You have a podcast." <laughs> what's a podcast yeah um so and what but, is that night gonna be like overall is that that's something you bring high school kids to as well yeah i think so i think it's like the um kind of like the old holy hours um minus the dodgeball and and plus an awesome musician like Ike right. tearing it up are, and are you planning on bringing kids to that uh nolan for I'm sure. trying to as for well, sure. but the people from here don't want to go to Rockville Center. Well, tell Ooh, them to suck it up. Yeah. 
Tell him I say. I'll say that. Justin says to suck it up. And then they're going to say, who's Justin? Who? And then you'll say, don't worry about it. Who are you? So it sounds like thing, things are uh, some big things are going on. They are. Yeah, it's it's been a it's in those in that regard it's been a fun, um, a fun time. There are some cool things happening, and uh, and and then even despite um, you know kind of having to really focus all my attention on the the kids that day, um, it was a fun day, and I ran into a lot of people um, that that I haven't seen in a while, and a lot of people that hadn't seen my kids in a while. So it was like. You know, it's like the, the when that that Catholic worlds collide kind of moment. So the the small circle that is Long Island Catholics. Um, you know, everyone was together. Um, I mean, I'm excited because I'll be up in town for the Ike event. So I'm excited to bump into people and it, hopefully the old Holy Hour crowd shows up. So. You're excited about hobnobbing with some old friends. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to just a, a good old hobnob with a bunch of old friends. <laughs> a couple of knob hobbers. A couple so, knob hobbers, hobbing knobs. So can, can, I, can I share hob. a funny story about running into uh, Father Sean at this event? <laughs> Hobnobbing with Father Sean. <laughs> so, um, so at the rally, um, my so my youngest Brett, who's named after Father Sean. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just Sean um, Thomas McGaldy, aka Brett. Right. All my friends call me Brett. <laughs> right, <laughs> you, they just didn't know know it. Um, so Brett's been uh, potty training the past couple weeks, and he's been hitting the the ball out of the park with it. Um, but having just like having been been a newbie to um, to going to going potty like like us big boys do. Um, it requires a lot of attention and a lot of trips to the bathroom um, to continue to get it right and to break that uh, break into that habit. So, needless to say, on Saturday we were back and forth between the bathroom all day. And in one of those moments, um, we were in the bathroom. Father Sean walked in. Now my guys were pretty shy all morning, refusing to really say hello to anyone um, and give anyone the time of day. But when they saw Father Sean, they ran to him because they recognized him as the guy on the computer screen <laughs> that Daddy talks to. I got a big hug. I'm pretty sure one of them wrapped their arms yes, around yeah. his leg. Brett did. And then Justin yeah. followed suit, I think, not to be left out. Right, exactly. So just let the record show that they recognize Father Sean because of the podcast, not because of the time he went over your house for dinner? No, for some reason they didn't remember that. <laughs> Maybe because okay. it never happened. Ah! We got a, we got a, I, I got a few compliments that. about the podcast that day. Did you? Yeah, there some you people I didn't know. Oh, that's I'm not cool. going to say which ones, <laughs> in case they think I know them. You... Oh, man. Um, so... But what, I just want to add one thing. I just want to add one thing to that story. My favorite part about that story okay. is as I was about, as they were leaving, one of your sons asked if I had a pee or I had a poo. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is true. 100%. And then you said, that's private. What, how'd you answer? What did you say? That's private. I'm not going to ask that question. Yeah, I said, I said we, don't, we don't need to know the answer to that question. <laughs> 
That, that's How up for fun. They were kind of like outside, and I, I, I just let what I had to do answer itself. Yeah. <laughs> so a, a funny, uh, interesting, not interesting, a similar story. Once we were at a music festival, and um, we were walking to the meet and greet, and we went to use the restroom on the way to the meet and greet, and there was a kid in the bathroom. And while we're all washing our hands, Toby is like, hey, man, what's going on? The kid looks at him. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? And then Toby's like, you having fun today? And he's like, yeah, for King and Country's on right now, and they suck. I'm here for Toby <laughs> back. And he's just like, I'm here for Toby back. And he's like, oh, cool. And he's like, all right. And then uh, he didn't realize out. it was him. And I was like, he had no idea it was you. But he's bashing the band that's currently on stage. Oh my God. For King Country sucks. I'm here for Toby Mac. It was but really that's, funny. That's probably a cool thing for uh, for Toby Mac to hear that because he probably does get recognized a lot. And to, oh, have, yeah. to have like a moment like that where you could just be a regular dude for a second. That's probably pretty it was, cool. It was it was fun. Um, so anyway, we'll be right back. the untitled catholic podcast so nolan you were saying before that we, we we got on you were saying that your schedule has been busy because you've been giving a lot of talks right yeah yeah as i mentioned to you guys off the air like these past couple of weeks for whatever reason so i do i do chastity talks i'm part of a, a network of of youth ministers and and speakers around the diocese called the catholic ministry team and we do, um, you know, confirmation uh, retreats. We do chastity talks, um, human dignity talks. Uh, I mean, we'll tailor any kind of t- talk or, or presentation or retreat that they're looking for. But that's typically what we do. And part of that is because there's a need in the diocese. Um, there's a requirement for, um, you know, 7th and 8th graders, those preparing for confirmation to receive, um, to receive formation in chastity. Um, and in human dignity, um, I don't know if am I if am I saying that right, Father Sean? Is that your understanding? Uh, no one ever told me that. Okay, so then you're yeah. hearing this for the first. time. I'm happy that it's that? the case. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even I don't know if it's a, something that's written or just has been passed on. It's just understood, or you know, just maybe you know people realize it's important and it's happening. But I, from what I understand, it, it it's coming from on high and, and yeah. rightfully so. Um, so just, it just happened that this week, um, you know, I, I got a lot of these, these chastity talks and, um, have been giving them in different ways and in, um, different settings, sometimes with somebody else next to me, um, you know, kind of tag teaming a talk sometimes, you know, um, uh, you know, I've given talks to parents and it's kind of like forced me to like prepare and re-prepare some of the stuff I've used in the past and to write some new stuff and it's actually it's been good it's been exciting for me but it really has gotten me thinking because now that I've been doing chastity talks for like 10 years like modern day and you know we spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about how young people have changed over the past 10 years like I'm just wondering like 
like what is the best way to speak to young people about chastity now in the present day in 20, 2018 so i i mean we're very far behind as far as like these conversations are concerned so whenever we have the nine o'clock mass on sunday after that the seventh grader religious ed meet and um so i walked into the class and they're like oh great you could talk about chastity and I was like not really prepared to, to start that conversation. Mm. So I just kind of started, I guess, modesty and chastity to a certain extent. And I, and I started with the question, I like going for shock value. I tend to think that shock value tends to get people to start paying attention. Um, so I, I said, why wouldn't you go outside naked? And then one kid was like, oh, because you'd get arrested. And I was like, let's say you weren't going to get arrested. And someone's like, well, pe- people, people would put it on the internet. And I was like, let's say that's not, I said, but so, so why wouldn't you want people to do that? And they're like looking at me. And then I was like trying to, you know, press them a little bit. And then I was like, if you're not wearing your clothes, are people looking at you as a whole or are they looking at your parts? And then they, they answered that they're looking at your parts. And I was like, does it feel good to be um, lessened to just parts as opposed to your whole self and they said no and then we talked about there from respect um respecting the dignity of the person that they're not there to be used by us and and like i kind of went from there it was a simple talk and then they started asking questions and we were i was answering questions from there but um yeah i i seen i seen like it seemed like they were paying attention but I think that ultimately, um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be negative, but um, we're, we're very behind with this because I, st- I have a hard time getting um, some of the seventh graders in the school to understand that, like, I can't date people. They're like, well, we know you can't get married, but why don't you just date people? And it's like they're not, they're not getting that concept. Yeah, because they, 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 they think of dating as very, very differently right. than we do. It's and this is seventh grade. Yeah, that's th- crazy. Th- and that's something I talk about when I talk about um, chastity. Um, I, t- I try to to help them understand that dating is it meant to be courtship. It's meant to be with with marriage in mind, um, and that someone's dating is not worth it. And there's no reason to date if uh, if that's right. the goal of yours. Um, um, so what are some of your, like, the, the main points that you make? If you could put it in bullet points, Nolan. Well, that, this, is, like your... this is just it. Like, this is what has really been on my heart, like, for, for not just this recently, but for years now, that there's so many bullet points. Like, there's so many areas to hit. Like, chastity cannot be, like, done in one talk. It just can't be. It needs to be, I mean... I could be at my very best, but you know that my very best in, in you know a one hour talk or presentation is it's just not enough, um, and it's it needs to be done throughout the year for years. It really needs to start younger, um, but I, I guess you know for me, I think it's important that um, I think it's important that that that. Uh, young people learn human dignity i think that's where the conversation always starts i think it starts with dignity recognizing that um a person is important every every single life is important 
Um, I think you start there, and that's a, that's the starting point for the answer to so many questions. But I also think um, understanding that um, we're not just physical people, like we're more than just our bodies, I think is a really important thing. I think under so, and therefore understanding that the consequences of sex outside of uh, marriage are um, are broader than 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 pregnancy and STDs, even though those are very major, very serious consequences. Um, and I think, but I think it, it's it's about you know helping kids understand um, that they need to practice healthy relationships. It's about helping them understand, like we were just saying about about dating and, and um, but but most importantly starting as as friends and, and um, building uh, on, a, on a foundation of of trust and communication and friendship um, those all those concepts like have to be introduced to young people to get the full gamut the full spectrum of, of what chastity yeah. is and like you said it's it's way more than just that's that's a whole curriculum that's not it is a 30 minute talk you know and it's not even enough to just to just say, okay, you know, when when they get to seventh grade or eighth grade, we're going to start this chastity curriculum. I mean, they can learn about human dignity when. You know, That's when it should grade, start. You know, That's when it should start because you have to get Absolutely. people used to the language. You have to get people used to the understanding, because by the time they're in seventh grade, they've been um, influenced by the world, and their voice, the world's voice, is a lot louder than ours. So you have at that point you have to undo what was done. And then take it from there, as opposed to instilling at an early age. And then a lot of it um, comes from uh, parents too, right? It's not going to come from them. Absolutely. But but th that's a that's a whole other issue because a lot of parents are not there, and so we need to also catechize parents, and that needs to start when they're young. Um, and, and the, I mean, I think the, the hopeful thing is that in that is that the parent talks I have done, and especially in recent years, I found I found parents to be much more open to this sort of thing than maybe they right. have been in the past. But again, one parent talk is not going to you know right. do it justice. Right. So I mean, that's why a lot of religious ed programs are incorporating you know catechesis for parents as well and formation yeah. for parents as well, and I think that's wise. But I mean, chastity is something that needs to be interwoven through the whole curriculum yeah. from day one. Is that something you present at youth group? Um, I, I mean, I'm not always at youth group, so I don't know if it gets presented um, or when it gets presented. So I, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't been there. Well, I haven't been assuming. there yet for something like that. And the other tough thing is that you, you really have to know right. what you're talking about. That's not something that you can just throw out a bunch of buzzwords and convince kids. Like you kind of have to have a really solid talk statement, whatever it may be, because it's such a, a hot button topic, and our culture is so anti what it is that that's like kind of the biggest thing that our culture is anti. Yeah, these kind of issues are the issues that have the most. Um, uh, I guess the heat heat would be the word I might use that, that generates the most heat from mm -hmm. people. They get very upset when this uh, topic comes up because I think part of the thing is that we have to let people realize that just because um, this is what the church teaches doesn't mean we hate you if you if you haven't lived this way. Right. 
Yeah, I think I, I totally agree with that. I think people immediately get on the defensive, um, even if like they know in their hearts, like you know, that there's some truth to what the church is saying. To admit that and to say that they they think they're they're damning themselves and that you know that the 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 church is somehow winning, you know, getting getting one over on them, which is the last thing the church right. is concerned about doing. The church is concerned about you know opening hearts, like. You know, when I come in and present to chat, uh, chastity talks, I know, especially when I'm talking to teenagers, that there's a uh, there's a good chance that someone in there is is already um, has already um, had sex outside of marriage, has already um, you know taken it too far, and I uh, I want them to right. I want to offer them freedom. I want to offer them a, a way out. I want to offer them. Right. I want to offer them Christ. Um, who's their only? Who, who's the, the the only true source of, of real authentic love in this this world? And so, um, but but they don't see that. They see me coming in as the chastity speaker sometimes, and think, well, this is the guy that's gonna it's gonna tell me I'm I'm right. bad and I'm wrong. And I try every, however I can to. to and I think one that. of the things that's interesting, which I, I had this conversation. Well, I mean, uh, Monsignor McDonald was talking about it on the podcast. The idea of like. When a couple comes in and says, oh, he makes me laugh. Well, marriage is more than making me laugh. I think with something like laughing is he makes me happy or she makes me happy. Well, how long does that – that doesn't happen all the time. So does that mean like if your husband or wife don't right. make you happy for an extended period of time that, that now you could get rid of them? Because true happiness and joy has to come mm-hmm. from Christ, not from a, a, a human absolutely a, a big a big thing a big part of my presentation is, is trying to get young people to understand the difference between love and lust and love and infatuation because many things in our world that are really rooted in lust and infatuation will slap the label love over um and and you know to what you were saying love is not a feeling um, feelings are a part of who we are. Um, they're a, they're a small aspect of, of who we are, but they're not everything. And um, real love is not can't possibly be based on feelings. Right. Feelings change. Um, and I, I often share, you know, um, with the young people that I love my wife. Um, I love my marriage. You know, but to this day, it's it was the greatest day of my life, and um, you know, I, I'm happily married. But we the reality is is we argue sometimes and we uh, don't see eye to eye and we get on each other's nerves and we um you know we butt heads about things and in those moments i'm not feeling particularly loved but um we made a decision we made a choice to love knowing that the feelings would not always right. be there and if you're down um, with the dc talk you would know that love is a verb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love is just a verb. It's also a battlefield. Love is a battlefield. You know, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe you're looking for love in all the wrong places, though. (laughs) Three hours later. (laughs) Well, and I think this is a topic that could could be brought in. I think we should find a good guest to bring bring in and, and talk about this topic. I agree. That's, that would be not to discredit you, Nolan, but to, to add another perspective on it. Um, For sure. Maybe a female. Maybe a female guest. That would be a great. A good female um, guest. So, Just... Father Sean, um, 
kind of I think the last question that we should probably be asking is uh, sort of on the topic of lust and, and everything uh, there's kind of this big movement in Hollywood that's going on um, and it's like the, it's the me too movement and there's kind of uh, there's been some controversy surrounding it uh, so is there like a Catholic perspective on the me too movement that for the final question we could discuss I think if you're going to look at the Catholic perspective of the Me Too movement then you need to look no further than Amen Oh man That was going to be really Yeah I guess we're going to have to wait I don't think I think it was (laughs) (laughs) Well boys I I have to leave Um, but it's been a pleasure Let's do this again. Yes, please. I'd love to talk to you Let's guys. Let's definitely do that. Um, well, I think we're, we're all kind of at a, uh, I'll speak for myself, at a place that life is more consistent Hopefully. after this week. That's good to hear. After this week or after this next week? After, so like starting next week. Okay. I'll, I'll be more consistent. I think we're going to try and do a special episode in a couple weeks, which yeah. we'll talk about off air. Um, but Nolan, any last words? Love. That's what we're looking for. My <laughs> last word. I love uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and God bless everyone to listen to this podcast. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.